This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with Satanists to learn the truth about this highly controversial religion and belief system with members assumed to partake in extreme rituals and sacrifices. By the end of this video, we'll witness what Satanist rituals really look like and why Satanism is so highly controversial. Are Satanists people who use the idea of Satan to celebrate free will? self-empowerment and rebellion against traditional religion? Or are they really the worst of what people assume them to be? Devil worshipers who derive pleasure from harming others. Hello, Michaela. Hi. Jax. Hi. Reverend Richard Lale Lillard. Hello, Anthony Padilla, how are you? How long have you been Satanist? Four years. 17 years. 20 years. When many people think of Satanism, they imagine naked people performing a ritual around a fire, chanting in tongues, sacrificing an animal while making a blood oath to Satan. How accurate is that image? To what you do? Well, we only do some of those kinds of things. Nudity, dancing around a fire, dancing naked outside, orgies, but uh, no sacrifice, no human sacrifice, no animal sacrifice, nothing like that. Honestly, what you're describing sounds like a death metal concert, not <laughs> Satanism. <laughs> I love dancing naked around a fire. I mean, who doesn't? If you're brave enough to try it. What do you think is the biggest misconception about Satanism? They think that Satanists wear red shoes because we kill babies to stay looking young. And I will tell you this, I love children. I can just never finish a whole one by myself. <laughs> so many you people are offended, but I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Satanists do not eat babies. Atheists don't eat babies. Witches don't eat babies. We don't eat babies. Can you define what Satanism is to you? The values of Satanism that I identify with centers on rethinking and rebellion. I mean, even in a biblical sense, Satan presented himself as a snake to Eve and offered kind of the fruit of knowledge or the ability to be human instead of uh, strictly enslaved to God in this kind of bliss. It's interesting we have put in the framework of being uh, a negative, but I think it's actually been something that has been quite liberating. It's very natural to desire things that bring us pleasure. You know, the idea that we should refrain from that certainly should be up to us to decide. It is an atheistic religion where we don't believe in God or gods or demons or angels. For the most part, there are some who do, but for the most part, we do not. We do, however, view ourselves as a god in our own world, that we are the creator of our own. By nature of things, been given the ability to to create and to think for ourselves. And then therefore we become our own deity, our own God. If everyone views themselves as their own God, then yes, it's selfish to an extent, but then everyone takes care of everybody else because we are all our own God. So they treat themselves with the respect of a God while also treating everyone around them with the respect of a God as well. When they deserve it, that's ah. that's the, the caveat. Well, how do they so decide who you, deserves it? Well, there's there are sets of, of, of ideals. So basically it is, if you've ever read The Tenets of Satanism, it's very humanistic. It's basically, if I could boil them down, don't be an asshole. Mm, I feel like I've been living by that idea <laughs> my whole life. Have I always, have I been a Satanist? 
Don't be an asshole. That's kind of the thing. And and even religious people, when you ask them, well, do you agree with this? Do you agree with this? And they'll go, yeah, actually, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that makes great sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Congratulations. You agree with the tenets of Satan. We're just going to throw them up on the screen right now. Just do a little quiz uh, and let us know how many of these you agree with. Is Satanism a religion or an anti-religion? It has all the defining features of a religion. So it has like a set of shared ritual practices, a community, an aesthetic, certainly a very long history. It has all of those things minus the God element, minus the supernatural element. Satan means opponent, oppo opponent of. Even up into the New Testament, if someone was called Satan, it meant you're my opponent. So is Satanism an anti-religion? At its core, absolutely it is an anti-religion religion. Do you believe in a literal Satan? The guy <laughs> with the horns, with the wings, that's buff and red, or more so what Satan represents? I worship the idea of what Satan represents. I don't believe that there's, you know, a big guy with like red skin and wings and all of that. No, Satanism really just says, hey, do whatever you want as long as you, you know, you're not harming anyone. I do not believe in a literal Satan. Now, there are people who claim to be Satanists that worship a literal devil. I believe that if you worship a literal devil, that you are literally a devil worshiper, not a Satanist, because you don't follow the tenets of Satan. I don't believe that I worship anything. I mean, I worship myself. As we all should, baby, come on. I would define myself as a Jack, Jack's worshiper. So you're, you're not on your knees worshiping a statue of Satan saying, I will do anything for you, master. No, I'm more like on my knee masturbating in front of the mirror, getting high around candles and listening to Metallica's first record very loud. <laughs> That's my thing. Just sounds like a good Friday night. Hell yeah. Does Satanism have any connection to the supernatural? No, I don't believe that there is a, a supernatural element. However, I believe that supernaturalism was invented by the ruling class to to impose um, control. To kind of uh, implant this idea that you are constantly being tempted by evil and constantly being judged by good. Who's defining what's good and bad? And I think that that shows the power that these people have over us, that they are able to act without consequence simply because they do it in the name of goodness or in the name of God. Is there a literal physical church or temple that Satanists congregate in? There are places where Satanists meet. I have been host to probably at this point hundreds of satanic gatherings. Uh, Satanism is still a very taboo and, and scary subculture to many people. So it's something that we very much have to do in secret. And when you meet up with other Satanists, is it someone standing in front of a large group of others saying, this is what you need to do, this is good, this is bad, don't do this, but do do this, if you do this, beg for forgiveness, that kind of thing? No, nobody is standing over us telling us what to do. I think that that is actually um, and typical to the actual practice of Satanism. I mean, where's the justice there? Where is the, the checking of power? We have to be able to think for ourselves and think critically instead of taking the word of people mm -hmm. who, who literally profit off of the acceptance of their, their beliefs and definitions. Do you remember the moment when you officially decided that you were going to become a Satanist? I came back from a doctor's appointment. I had found out that if I had tried to conceive kids that there was like an 80% chance that I could die from it. At the time, there was a lot of like stuff being thrown around about how like Roe v. Wade was gonna end up getting overturned. And I really was like, I was looking at my options, like what if? So if you were to get pregnant and go through childbirth, that could lead 
to complications or even death? Yeah, it was a little bit of a wake-up call for me, especially since I was so young. So I remembered how big of an activist group the Satanic Temple was, and I really was like, you know what, that's probably going to be like my best option here. I was a member of a Wesleyan church, and I, I grew up within a Lutheran church. It was sinful to have, uh, you know, lust thoughts of lust or, or envy. And like, I just remember feeling like, oh, like so awful about myself and being like, why do I have no self-control? And the reason why those kinds of guidelines are there is, is so that you do uh, feel ashamed and that you do um, act in accordance to those who, who you must seek forgiveness from. That started to not sit with me very well, very well. I had been reading the Bible and it held on to it. And I was like, but it doesn't make sense. And I don't believe like this. And I went, you know what? I don't believe in the Bible. And I'm more than just, I'm not atheist. I am an extreme anti-theist. I'm a Satanist. At the time, my boyfriend who was a Buddhist said, no, you're not, you couldn't handle it. And I said, I absolutely am a Satanist. He says, no, you're not. And I said, then you're not a Buddhist. He said, yes, I am. And I said, then I'm a Satanist. It's that simple. You don't have to be initiated or anything like that, right? Well, I'm going to tell you about my initiation. I put on a long robe and I went into this dark room and I lit this candle and I raised a dagger to the sky and then I put it down and then I brought my computer closer and I went, Google, how do I become a Satanist? <laughs> and then I drank my wine. <laughs> the basic thing about being a Satanist is if you adhere to the tenets of Satanism, if you if you decide you're a Satanist, you are a Satanist. Can anyone become a Satanist? Yeah, of course. Anyone from all walks of life, no matter, you know, who you are or what you are, you can you can become a Satanist. And how does one do that? Do they just declare it? Yep. I mean, I know it's there's it's not very sexy. Just believe it and you're good. Like, that's it. Some people Many watching right now, I'm sure, believe that Satanism is a cult. Do you find that to be true at all? Before we continue learning about the world of Satanism, I know you're tempted to skip this message, but hear me out for just one second because I want to acknowledge that so many of you found it impossible to understand the words that were behind the heavy censorship. And I spent a day with Dominatrixes, which still ended up getting demonetized and age-gated, by the way. Did you know that YouTube literally makes you prove your age to watch the video by showing them your passport or your ID? That's real, I did not make that up. But anyway, that episode and all episodes of the show now going forward are completely uncensored on the podcast version of the show with a link down in the description. So if you wanna hear me say fuck, 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 fuckity shit, fuck, cunt, <laughs> shit, butthole licking fuck. You'll hear it all, trust me, you're gonna love it. And I'd also like to thank Raycon for sponsoring this episode and supporting this series. Which by the way, if you haven't noticed, I have been using their earphones this entire time and they sound magnificent. Raycon offers their wireless earphones in a range of colors and patterns and are super comfortable and come with a variety of fit options. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and sound just as great as other top audio brands. Their everyday earbuds, these, include a 32-hour battery life, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a very comfortable noise-isolating fit. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So create your own soundtrack with Raycon. They're fucking awesome. And I know you don't know what I said right there. You just gotta go to the uncensored version. What am I telling you? And right now, I spent a day with viewers and listeners. Get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com 
slash spent. That's buyraycon.com slash spent to save 15% on Raycon and to support this series. Now, back to the world of Satanism. Some people, many watching right now, I'm sure, believe that Satanism is a cult. Do you find that to be true at all? I mean, anything could be a cult. Um, has there been satanic cults in the past? Um, I don't know, maybe. There are defining features of a cult, um, and, and it includes kind of like this charismatic leader that everybody follows, kind of a rejection of consequences unless that charismatic leader defines what those are. Uh, you know, there is like an ice, a period of isolation. Satanism intrinsically like doesn't have those features. I've spent a day with an ex-cult member uh, I actually have two, two episodes on, with ex-cult members, and one thing that has been defined is uh, this kind of othering. You know, there's, there's them, and then there's us, and we are different, and uh, maybe even we are better than. And also the idea that if you were to leave, there are consequences. And that seems to be what defines a cult in many ways. Is that true for Satanism? No, that's not true for any Satanic groups that I, I know about. This is very voluntary for me. I've never been forced into this or anything like that, and I can leave at any time if I choose to. So there's no punishment for leaving or changing your beliefs or learning about something else and realizing that you align with something else more? It's totally okay if you leave. It's not like you're losing, you know, part of you if you do. I don't feel like knowledge in any way should be considered a sin. You shouldn't you know, be exiled for just wanting to learn about something. How is your daily life as a Satanist different from people who are not Satanists? Besides the morning bloodbath? Yeah, besides that. I don't know that my life is any different. I think the, as a public Satanist, I, I receive a lot of death threats as a, on, a, on a constant basis. That's, that's different, um, and, and certainly because I'm a Satanist, but I don't think that it is different in any other way. Has Satanism affected any of your jobs or relationships or schooling? I don't really talk to my family anymore. My father, I, I, could, nev I could never forgive him. He was a very cruel person, and he got angry one day, and he drowned my, my brother in the bathtub. Oh my God. When my mother came in, he grabbed her and drowned her. He even grabbed my dog and drowned that in the bathtub too. He was angry because we had not gone to church that day. And he was so angry that he decided that he would drown my family. And I'm actually lying about that because I'm talking about, <laughs> okay. if that were a true story, you could not, you would not be expected to forgive such a monster. You would not no. be expected to forgive. I'd say, did that man go to prison? Is that man serving life? Is that man being? That man is God in the Old Testament as to God not being able to find not one righteous person excepting for Noah and his family. And so he decided to open up the windows of heaven and pour out and drown the entire earth because he didn't like what they were doing. He didn't like that they weren't worshiping him. And these are common beliefs that are so intrinsically woven into the way that so many people think. And these are beliefs that are kind of held as the symbol of what's good, as God. The exactly. Representation exactly. of all things good. God is love. I hear that all the time. But to me, love is not 
telling your children to commit genocide. Love is not telling your children to sacrifice their own children. The concept of hell did not exist prior to the creation of Jesus. I do not like being threatened with eternal damnation. I don't consider that love. If Jesus knows everything, and if Jesus knows who is going to be born and who is going to go to hell, but chooses to send those people to hell, he chooses to allow them to be born, he is choosing to send them to hell to burn forever. And that is not love. But as far as relationships go, yeah, sometimes I would start chatting with someone, and then the, the, the words that would come out of their mouth would be, I believe in God, I worship God, I'm a Christian. Great. Good for you. I'm glad that makes you happy. Have a nice life. <laughs> I remember when it got announced on my school campus that TED was coming in to allow us to like do a TED Talk event. I announced to the entire school that I was doing it on Satanism. And there was this audible like gasp. I had people who were slipping notes into my locker telling me that like I was going to burn in hell and that I was forever damned. They wanted me dead for what I was doing. You were involved in the resurrection of a satanic monument. Can you explain what that was like. That happened when I was working with the Satanic Temple and it was a project that was developed in response to 10 commandment monuments at state capitals or um, at courthouses. The Satanic Temple came up with an idea to build a Satanic monument and ask for it to be resurrected because of religious reasons. Um, in the same way. So essentially, if you have a monument to Christ, then you must also be able to have a monument to Satan, to the mm. flying spaghetti monster, to anything else. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you are uh, in violation of the Constitution. It has not yet to be approved to go into any, to be installed um, anywhere in any, any state property. Mm. I organized the original unveiling of the monument, which happened in Detroit, and there was massive protests, literally busloads of, of Christians from Detroit came and were singing hymns and praying outside of the building where we were trying to kind of just check people in and it was a downpour and the Christians were like banging on all the windows and doors and I was trapped inside with uh, a couple of nude performers and people trying to check people into this event and then Lisa Ling, this amazing reporter who's just like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I do not know. Somebody put a, a rented a U-Haul truck and put the statue of, I think, David on the back of the U-Haul with ratchet straps and was like driving around the building where we eventually had the unveiling. Fundamentally, what it shows is the amount of Christian privilege that exists in our country. The idea that somebody just merely having an alternative interpretation or an alternative belief system is an attack on, on, somewhat, yeah, on, on someone who disagrees. It is so wild that one symbol, a statue, just it's all it is is a metal that was carved and shaped to look a certain way can incite such chaos and also at the same time joy and so many different emotions when it's just one thing representing one idea. Anthony, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you celebrate any traditional holidays? from other religions? Christmas with my friends. I mean, just the yeah. act of gift giving, but not like anything beyond that. I do celebrate Xmas. Um, it's not my, I don't really enjoy it. Really though, in Satanism, 
the number one holiday that is supposed to be special is your birthday. Mm. Because it's about self. But celebrating others, that's fine. You can celebrate Christmas and Easter, and they all have pagan origins anyway. <laughs> it's not like Satanists are saying, don't celebrate Christmas because it has to do with Christ. If you want to celebrate holidays, celebrate holidays. It's really, what we do is about the indulgence of the self. So if it gives you pleasure, enjoy it. I don't like to participate in most uh religious holidays, although I do uh, really enjoy practicing kind of pre-Christian traditions uh, to mark the season. Ritual is something that we've done as a species forever. Every single human civilization who has ever existed, ever, has had some kind of rituals. A ritual can be like the commemoration of a national tragedy or cyclical gatherings like holidays or birthdays or religious rites. It's literally um, a ritual to say good night to someone and have them say good night back to you. That's a beautiful ritual. If there's anyone watching who is deeply offended by Satanism, but is open to hearing where you're coming from, what would you say to them? Good, it's good to be offended because then it makes you think. And then you can start to read, read everything. Read your holy books, read things on Satanism, read things on atheism. Why not? What is it going to do? Yes, it can make you question your faith. But if you cannot answer as the Bible says to do, to answer and tell anyone why you believe, then you are not following the Great Commission. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into camera. Go. Follow me on Instagram at castratedangel. You can follow my work at jexblackmore.com or on any social media network at jexblackmore. Thegentlemanpsychic.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube under Richard Lale Lillard or The Gentleman Psychic. Don't be a dick and subscribe to Anthony Padilla. That should be my tagline. <laughs> We're just gonna take that. That's my tagline forever. Well, there you have it. I spent a day with Satanists, and I feel like I understand the ideas and beliefs of Satanism a little more. It's clear that there's way more to Satanism than what's typically portrayed in the media, and while it's understandable to react with fear or even anger, it's a nice reminder to remain inquisitive rather than jumping to assumptions that could be based on misconception. The ritual that I do is I get in the shower, and then after I get out of the shower, I uh, get dressed, and I put on a suit, mm -hmm. and then I get in my Satan mobile. <laughs> <laughs> They're so offended that I chose to have some satanic imagery on my car. Oh, the devil is going to get me. I can't park next to that. So often you get a spare parking spot next to you. Yeah, usually. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.